Welcome to Podcast Monetization Tips. If you're an online coach, consultant, or service provider looking to learn how to leverage a podcast to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's kick off this episode with an inspiring success story from one of my past clients that is applying the exact same methods that I'm teaching you here in this limited series podcast. My name is Emily Murphy and I'm a hormone and weight loss coach and I have a podcast called Health Hormones and Done With Dieting. And as I looked back through my accounting last year, I had been podcasting for three months before I went into Adam's boot camp, and I realized that those were the three slowest months in my business. I was taking so much time to get my show off the ground and promoting it that I actually stopped <laughs> making money in my business because my podcast was not supporting my business. Business, and I wasn't monetizing it. When I went through Adam's boot camp, he showed me to clearly outline my customer journey and help make my podcast part of my business funnel. And then my business grew. So I can clearly look back at the months of accounting and see the difference after going through Adam's boot camp and the difference in dollar signs for sure. So he showed me this. He helped me rebrand my podcast inside of the boot camp and make it simple and easy and I get on sales calls with with potential leads and they would tell me I've listened to so many of your episodes now or I I resonated when you said this and it was clear that my podcast is helping my audience engage with me getting them on sales calls and and really making sure that they're hot leads before I talk to them so I absolutely loved it what's up pod pals it's your buddy Adam and I want to welcome you back to podcast monetization tips. In this episode, we're talking about how to get more coaching clients with my two-thirds content rule for expert positioning. Um, this one's going to be a game changer for you. This is a big step to take with your content and it is 100% effective. So if you are an online coach, consultant, service provider, and you want to get more clients this could be the golden ticket. So pay close attention, take good notes. And speaking of notes, if you haven't downloaded the companion workbook yet, hit the link in the show notes, get it because I've got some bonus homework for you for this episode that will help you implement correctly. All right. So uh, grab that in the show notes. Okay. So what are we talking about with expert positioning, this two thirds content rule? What's this all about? One of the biggest mistakes that podcasters make as service providers, especially if we are trying to sell our own stuff, the biggest mistake that podcasters make is that they only do interviews or they primarily do interviews. And they think that's what a podcast is. We do interviews, we interview other people, but when we interview other people, what happens is our audience views us as the person that interviews experts, not the expert. So why would they buy our stuff if we're not the expert, or we're not positioned as the expert in our own brand on our own show. So we have to flip this. We have got to overhaul our podcasting protocol and apply my two thirds rule for expert positioning. What I mean by this is you have to be the expert on two thirds of your episodes. So one third, you can still do interviews. It's all good. Two thirds, you need to be positioned as the expert. So two out of three episodes, you got to be the star of the show. All right. Next logical question is how the heck do I do this big guy? Like, what are my options? Uh, so let's talk about that. 
I've got three solid options. The first one is solo episodes. You have to do these. If you want to sell stuff, your own programs, products, and services to your podcast listenership, you must do solo episodes. I mean, imagine this limited series podcast. And if I only did interviews, would you guys see me as the expert on this topic? If I just had other people on and I'm, I'm just, you know, asking them questions and they're teaching, like you're going to dive into those people's worlds to go learn more. You're, I'm not positioned as the expert. You're not hiring me for anything. Like you don't look to me for further information. So this limit series podcast is all solo episodes um, because this is kind of my, uh, my area of expertise in the podcasting space. So solo episodes, one of the things that a lot of podcasters get tripped up on is like, wow, I can't talk for an hour solo. Good news. You don't have to talk for an hour. Like how long have the episodes been in this podcast series so far? Not super long. The longest one's like 30 minutes, uh, but a lot of them will be 10 minutes or less. No problem. The perfect solo episode or podcast episode length in general is however long it takes to deliver the message effectively. Get some top takeaways. Your audience is going to be in that chair listening, going, oh, I got value out of this. Cool. That's the perfect length of that episode. So solo episodes are super important. Don't stress out about the length of time. Just stress out about the quality of the content. Uh, if you had to do like, let's say, you know, two thirds uh, of the year. So we're looking at like 37 episodes out of 52. I think I did the math right there. And so 37 need to be you positioned as the expert. Could you come up with 37 things to talk about on your topic? I think so. Like if you're interested in whatever it is that you do, whatever niche you operate in, like with podcasting, hell yeah, I can come up with 37 topics, like in about 37 seconds and I got it. And if you've got processes, like a five-step process for email marketing or something like that, each one of those could be a solo episode. You don't have to knock out the whole thing in one uh, episode. That could be five different episodes for your five-step process. So uh, think in those terms, don't stress out about the solo episodes. You know, in the homework, I'm going to challenge you to create a solo episode idea bank where you write down at least 20 topics you could do solo episodes on. And also remember that there's no rule that says once you do a solo episode, you can never cover that topic again. I cover my solo episode topics and repeat all the time because not everybody's gonna go back and listen to every episode. So I've got some foundational core topics that I'm like, all right, these need to be touched upon every single year to make sure my new listeners are finding this information because it's that good and that important. And there's always a fresh take on it. I'm not doing reruns. I'm re-recording uh, with updates and updated information. So solo episodes, that is one part of our two thirds content rule for expert positioning. Another style of episode is what I call a coaching style episode. And this is huge because this is probably the purest form of expert positioning. You're having someone else on your show, ideally a listener, and you are coaching them in line with the topic and the niche that you're operating in, in line with what people pay you for. And you're thinking on your feet and you are solving problems. You are viewed as a coach and you will get amazing feedback from these. 
Uh, these are my most downloaded episodes. If you want to see hundreds of examples of me coaching and doing coaching style episodes, listen to Podcasting Business School on my Friday episodes. These are the even numbered episodes in Podcasting Business School. Uh, as far as when I'm recording this, they're the even numbered episodes. And just listen to some of those. These are the most popular episodes of my show. I could have world famous guests on and they will not, that episode will not do as many downloads as my coaching episodes do. And I talk about the same topics kind of over and over and over again, but it's always applied with a, a different context. And just me thinking on my feet, very little prep. I show up ready to add value and away we go. Now with these coaching style episodes, you'll notice I have a, a very specific format and that format is something like this. I will ask the participant to set a goal. And usually I form that in the question of if we're sitting down, having this conversation six months from today, things have gone really well Define what going really well looks like for you in the podcasting space. And they're usually like, yeah, I'm getting X amount of downloads. I'm making X amount of money and I've got, uh, you know, a lot more so, you know, social media engagement or something like that. And then I'll go, okay, what's the number one thing that's holding you back from that right now? And they tell me, and that's what we focus on. All right. So it's a simple format, simple format. It allows me to show off my, my expertise, but it also keeps me from giving away everything that I know that people pay for. We just focus on one thing. What's the number one thing that's holding you back from achieving that goal? Okay. Maybe it's email marketing or funnel building or content strategy or some podcast growth strategies. And we just talk about that. We go deep on one topic. It's the appetizer for everything that people pay me for. So you don't have to have that fear of, oh my God, why would people hire me if they're getting all this for free? They're not. And even if you do give away all your good stuff and your content, which I tend to do, but I do that without fear because people pay me to help them implement correctly and to implement specifically with their own context and their own niche and their own background and their own business. So I don't have fear about that. And that's why I, I give out 99.9% .9 of my best stuff for free within the show, whether it's in a solo episode or a podcast coaching episode. Uh, I call these podcast audits. So with that coaching style episode, uh, a couple of pro tips here. Um, one, don't call it a coaching episode. Don't use the word free in the title of the episode either. Like I could call it free podcast coaching and no one would sign up. And I'm speaking from personal experience, pod pals. So uh, I started doing these back in the day with my health podcast. And I just said, sign up for a free coaching episode, put up a link. Uh, I don't even think I made people opt into my email address. It was just a direct link to my calendar. I remember the first day I had my calendar, I had seven appointments in a row for 15 minute health coach, free health coaching uh, sessions. No one showed up. Seven for seven, no shows. I was just crying at the end. I thought, I was like, man, this is going so well. Seven, the first day, seven, all seven no showed me. Um, so it was terrible. Went from a, a, a extreme high to extreme low very quickly. So don't call it free. Don't call it free coaching. You got to give it a name that brings a level of seriousness to it that people are intrigued by. So that's why I chose a podcast audit. Um, and people know we talk about podcast growth, monetization, and audience engagement primarily. And that is uh, what works. So 
um, usually the next question people get is like timing. How long should these be? Usually 15 to 30 minutes. And, you know, I've got clients that only do coaching style episodes. I've got a client that she lines up four 30 minute coaching episodes. Um, no, four 15 minute coaching episodes for an hour total. And so one hour consecutively. So back to back to back to back. And she lines them up and those are her episodes for the month. Boom. Content creation done for the month. All right. So these are powerful. There's no better style for expert positioning. And yeah, so that is the second part of the two thirds content rule. As far as getting positioned as an expert, we have solo episodes, we have coaching style episodes, and then we have community style episodes. That's the third thing that you can use for expert positioning and kind of rotate these into your content strategy. Uh, I do one episode per month in this community style format. I call it a pod pals zoom party. I invite my listeners onto the show in a group of usually 10 to 25 podcasters, depending on how many people show up that month and we create content. And again, this is me positioned as a leader. This is again, kind of some social proof, like, oh, people are showing up for this guy. I record these, I, I air it as an episode. And the format for these are, I will teach for 10 to 15 minutes on a topic. And then we'll do open question, uh, open questioning on that specific topic. So it's not just open Q and A for anything. I control the, the conversation. So if I'm going to talk about developing a newsletter for your podcast, then I'll take questions on that. Once I talk about it for 10 or 15 minutes, then at the end, we do what's called podcaster speed dating. And this is where people get to go around. They get 60 seconds. Everybody gets to talk. That's an important part of this style of an episode. Come up with something where people all have the opportunity to talk. Um, so that's that's a key thing that we want to, we want them to feel like they're a part of it. And they created some content with us. And that's kind of levels them up as a super fan. So uh, when we do podcaster speed dating, they get 60 seconds. They say who they are, the name of their show, um, what type of guests they're looking for, if they take guests who they're a great guest for and how to get a hold of them, how to contact them. And people get booked on interviews for this and it's free. So there's a big value add there. So that third segment that I call podcast or speed dating for you and your brand, you have to ask yourself the question, what's the reason why people want to come back to this and do it every month? So for me, I have people that literally will show up every single month because they get booked on interviews and it's free and it's great exposure for their show. Uh, they're getting listeners and they're leveraging my, this piece of content that we're creating on a month to month basis. Um, so that you have to answer that question. Why do people want to come back more than once? Like this isn't a webinar. There's no selling at the end. It's just content creation with your community. So maybe you're doing a giveaway, maybe you're creating something cool together. Maybe there's a special guest speaker at the end that they get asked some questions, or maybe there's like some sort of pay it forward thing, or they can provide a tip but why do they want to come back every single month? Why is there a unique experience that they want to be a part of every single month? If you can figure that out, pod pals, then these community style episodes will rip. They will do really, really well, uh, both with attendance and with downloads. All right. So now you have three very specific content strategies so that you can start overhauling your overall content uh, programming with, with two thirds of it being you are positioned as an expert. That's the key. 
So week one, maybe it's a solo episode. Week two, maybe it's a coaching episode. Week three, interview. Week four, community episode. Back to solo, back to interview. So, you know, two out of every three episodes, I need you to be positioned as the expert. What you're going to find is solo episodes are super easy to create. That's like what I'm doing now. Most of these episodes, I'm sitting down recording three, four, five, six in a row. And so I'll, I'll just spend an hour or two recording episodes and you can batch record those. You don't have to worry about guest images and all that stuff. Uh, so they're very efficient. Coaching style episodes are very efficient. I usually do between two and four of those per week. And you know, a lot of these people that do the coaching episodes and the community style episodes, these lead to conversations about doing business because they're like, wow, you helped me so much there for free, especially the coaching style episodes. They get so much value out of that. They will naturally ask the question, um, like, how can we work together? And I actually had to start telling people when I do podcast audits at the beginning, hey, this isn't a sales call. Um, I'd love to work with you or answer questions about that, but make sure you don't bring that up during the interview. Because I had so many people mid-interview starting to go, hey, I'm ready to hire you. Let's just go ahead and get started and talk about that. And I'm like, and it's kind of embarrassing for me because I don't want my listeners to think that these are sales calls because they're not, they're 100% not. Um, so I have to tell people ahead of time, Hey, this isn't a sales call. Love to talk to you after the fact, if you are interested in working together, please don't mention it during the episode because that makes it weird basically. So, um, that's how effective these are. I just got an email from one of my clients, um, a couple of days ago, Diana, she's she just started doing her coaching style episodes and, and kind of her first batch, she emails me back and says, wow, these really work. I just signed a, a five figure client and it was the funnel was found my podcast signed up for a coaching episode, did a coaching episode, signed a five-figure contract. Awesome. That's what we're after, all right? So that is the power of two-thirds content rule for expert positioning. Dive into the workbook, all right? I've got some important action steps to take to get you thinking around these strategies to make sure that you are implementing correctly. All right, Pod Pals, that's all I've got for you. I'm gonna send you out into the world wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. I'll see you on the next episode.